We are continuing our teachings on how to have a closer relationship with God. Today we'll be talking about honesty. You know, being honest includes not just telling the truth, but also searching our hearts and speaking the truth in love. Join us on our continued adventure into a wonderful relationship with God. Well, hello everybody. This is Marcus and Trisha, and we are, of course, the messengers. The messengers. <laughs> you almost sing that one. <laughs> she, I, I've kind of rubbed off on her. I've been singing stuff all day. <laughs> silly songs with Marcus. Yeah. That's what it's called. <laughs> Almost like Veggie Tales, only sillier. <laughs> That's much sillier. <laughs> so, well, we are happy to be back. It's been a, a few weeks now, and uh, we've got. It's not that we don't have, you know, episodes. We just have not had the time. It's been yeah. crazy. But, you know, we need to make the time to, right. to do these things because this is part of our ministry. ministry exactly. Mm-hmm. So Just like you guys have to make the time to listen. Or make the time for God. Yeah. Make the time to go to church. Make the mm-hmm. time to do all these different things. So we need to make, we need to be better about this. Yes, we do. So we'll so. do our best to be better about this. How's that sound? <laughs> You okay with that out there? Yes, I hope so. I think they're okay with that. They're all nodding their heads, so that's good. That's thank good. you for thank you for the nod. Thank, thank you, thank you. <laughs> all right. So we've been discussing what a relationship with God looks like and how we can get closer to Him. So we've seen how every good relationship has mutual benefits. Right. And two way communication. Exactly. Hey, that, that's last two episodes we did. That's right. Go figure. You're amazing. (laughs) So what are we going to be talking about today? Today we are going to explore honesty. 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 Hmm. And that may seem a little strange to talk about honesty when God knows like everything (laughs) about us. Yeah. But there are many different sides to honesty. Exactly. So one way we can be honest is by doing the right thing. That's right. It's not always easy to do. It's not always right. So in Proverbs 21.3, it states this. To do what is right and just is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. And that's amazing because back then, this is Old Testament, and sacrifices were all they had, you know, to be good and to be holy and to be cleansing. But in Proverbs, it says to do what is right and just is even more acceptable to the Lord. So that's that's saying a lot. That is saying a lot. So, <laughs> but the disciples knew that it was hard to do the right thing, and so Paul mentioned in Second Corinthians the example that we're going to follow. That's right. All right. So look, let's look at Second Corinthians eight verse twenty-one. Out of the NIV. For we are taking pains to do what is right, not only in the eyes of the Lord, but also in the eyes of man. That's right. So and we need to be examples. Yes, we do. They were examples. They went from town to town, and they they preached the gospel, but they didn't just talk. They didn't just use their words. They were honest with the people, and they said things that, you know, the truth about the word, but they got in there, and they worked with them. They became silversmiths. They became people who were part of the community. Right. They didn't just talk down to them and say, you know, you got to do this, you got to do this. No, they were like, we love you and we want you to know the truth. Right. And that's the example that we need to follow. So being honest in a relationship includes trusting the other person enough to tell them the truth. Right. 
and we are made new in Christ and should show that in our daily lives with our actions. Right. So let's look at Colossians 3 verses 9 through 10 out of the NIV. It says, Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. I like that. <laughs> I like that. So you have taken it, the old stuff off, the old ways of it that, that you've lived. Yeah. And you've been made brand new. That's right. Yeah. You're brand new. Sparkly and all shiny. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are separate ways of being honest. As we know in healings, there is a truth and the truth. Right. And saying something about what the circumstances are around us is a truth. And that's not always a bad thing. But we have to believe the truth above everything else. Right. So like an example is, if I have a headache, some people take it to say, take it so far as to say, you can't say that you have a headache. You can't talk about it. You can't say something's wrong. But if I just tell Marcus, you know, I kind of feel like I have a headache, but I know that I'm healed in Jesus' name, then it it gives me someone to talk to, to, to let him know what's going on in my body. But... At the same time, I am speaking the truth, saying I am healed. I am covered by the stripes that Jesus bore on that cross for me. Right. So, I mean, it's you've got to, sometimes you've just got to tell people what your circumstance is in order for them to pray for you or to believe with you right. or things like that. Uh, when you can get somebody else agreeing with you in Jesus' name about the healing, about what's going to take place. The Bible says, you know, where two or more gather, mm -hmm. I am there with you. That's right. Two can send 10,000 to fight, flight, mm -hmm. or to fight. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and it, but it keeps going on. But it, when you can get another person to agree with you, you can see things happen. Yes. Definitely. I mean, you can see things happen by yourself. Right. Right. But it's because, just taken up to another level. Right. And, and it's amazing because the person that gets to pray with you, it boosts their faith, too. Especially if there's an instantaneous healing. <laughs> That's right. So many Christians today don't know how to tell the truth in love. Like, you've heard of, like, an evangelist that goes out to the streets and says, You're going to hell if you're not saved. <laughs> and, you know, that is a truth, technically, yes. But the truth is that Christ died for us all so that we would not have to go to hell. Right. So you need to approach it lovingly right. and not harshly because that's just plucking a truth and right. twisting it. And that's what the devil does. Right. And, you know, that, that drives people away, first off. Oh, yeah. No, people know that. But yeah. the fact is, you know, Jesus didn't do that. No. How did he do it? He came to him in love. Yeah, compassionately. And that's how we need to do it because we have, first off, we have Jesus residing in us. That's right. And we don't want to. We don't want to scare people away. Right. You know, we want to. We want to come to them and say, "Hey, look, I know that uh, you're going through some things, but there's a better way to do this. There's a better way. There's there's a Father that loves you. There's a yes. heavenly Father that loves you, mm -hmm. and He wants to help you. And yeah. you know, just yeah, speaking the truth in love. It's, right. It's just an amazing thing that things will change around you when you do circumstances will change. Right. So Marcus has some verses for us about that. Absolutely. So John 14, 6 out of the NIV says, Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. 
And then probably one of the most well-known verses, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we're going to go a little bit further, is going to be John three sixteen through 18. This is also out of the NIV. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. That's right. So he didn't come to the world and say, hey, look, this is the truth, and I'm going to thump you on the head if you don't (laughs) listen to me. He said, look at, I've sent my son, my only son for you because I love you, and he loves you, and he's going to make a way for you to come to me. Right. You know, that's how God said it, and that was the love that he showed. But the sad thing is, there's been a lot of people out there that have been taught that God's just waiting to thump you on the head. Yeah. He's waiting for you to do something. So that he can thump you in the head. He's waiting for you to mess up. Like he's an angry God. Right. But that is not who God is. Not at all. God, God is a loving God. And when you're going through something, he wants to be in the midst of it to help you through it. Yes. Yeah. So a truth is that Jesus said, whoever does not believe in him will be condemned. That's a truth. But the truth that we need to take away from this is summed up in Romans. And Romans 5, 8 out of the NIV says, But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. And that is a huge statement. Right. Because most people don't think about, you know, they think, Oh, God loves me. You know, Jesus died for me. He died for my sins. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. But they don't realize that he loved us so much as the sinners that we were. You know, some of us judge sin differently. You know what I mean? Like you kill someone, you're a big sinner, but you, you know. Tell a white lie. Yeah, and you're not that much of a sinner. Right. But sin is sin. And in God's eyes, it's all the same. Right. So when he died for us while we were still sinners, that's amazing. Because he died for that person who murdered three people, you know what I mean? And he died for that person who stole a piece of candy. And it's hard for us to think that, you know, he died for Osama bin Laden or for Saddam Hussein. Yet, if we steal a piece of candy, like you said, it's the same. Yeah. It's the same in God's eyes. Mm -hmm. It may not be the same in our eyes, but a sin is a sin is a sin to Mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. And we were, so we were all sinners like that. Mm -hmm. And, but he died. Jesus came and he died. He said, I don't want them to have that sin anymore. I want a way for them to, to do away with that sin, you know, so that you don't, so that God doesn't have to see that sin anymore. We repent and we just, we don't have that sin. It's washed away right. through the blood of Jesus. Amen to that. Amen. <laughs> Preaching to myself. There you go. <laughs> All right. So. We need to know how to speak the truth in love. Many people drive away others from the gospel with anger and self-righteousness when they condemn a non-believer with what a lot of people call fire and brimstone. And that's so much of how it used to be done. And they didn't, sometimes they didn't really know. I believe they had to have a check in their spirit somehow that that wasn't the right way to do it. But... I don't know that, you know. But there are people that are out there right now that 
that we used to be involved with that were preaching the same thing. Mm -hmm. And I had a check in my spirit when, and but Trisha had a check in her spirit and we kind of got ourselves out of that situation. Yeah. But, and then not too long after, I understand that some of those people were, were arrested for a certain thing wow. that they were, they were doing. They so, you know, but, but you know what? They, they look at it as, I'm, I'm being, I'm in change for the gospel, yeah. you know, no, that no. They, the way they were do, handling it was completely wrong, mm -hmm. but you know, it just, it was, it was just, I don't think their spirit was right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just, they weren't doing it out of that love that God flows through us. Right. They weren't allowing that to flow through and they, yeah, they believe they were doing it for God, but they didn't stop and ask God how he wanted them to do it. Right. They just thought it up and did it themselves. Right. And it gets not only them in trouble, but it makes the non-believer totally turn away. You know, you don't want to have anything to do with someone who comes and just yells in your face. <laughs> I, you know, I wouldn't. So I wouldn't think anybody who didn't believe at all would want that. <laughs> Gosh, that's just total condemnation. Yes, it is. So, anyway, <laughs> I'm not getting on my high horse here. But we must show love in the gospel the same way Jesus did. And we can just love on others, especially if they don't believe. Because we know how wonderful it is to be believers and how, how we feel the love of God. We want those people who don't know God to feel that love and that compassion that he has for them. So it's like you want to bring people into the love of God. You want them to be saved so that they can have those feelings of warmth and love and kindness. And you don't want them to stay in their comfort zone well, of not their, knowing Jesus. Well, I don't think it's even very comfortable when you don't know Jesus. You know, it's kind of like people say they live in their own filth. You know what I mean? Right. And so they may not see it as that, but they have all these bad feelings. And I mean, you know, when you're not a believer, you may be able to testify to this more. You may feel bad. Like you keep saying sometimes how there was something missing. Like you just couldn't get enough. Right. So it's like the, the unbeliever is unhappy in ways. You yeah, know? You're, you're, I was always unhappy, but... Uh, the things of this world, the the temporary things that I would I would do to cover it up with, uh -huh. were fine uh -huh. for to me. Yeah, I mean I I would cover it up with drugs and alcohol and mm -hmm. different types of things, mm -hmm. and it was it was a temporary fix mm -hmm. for a permanent issue. That's good. Well, not a permanent issue, <laughs> but a a temporary. Well, how, how would you, how would you put that? I, a temporary I, I, fix to a worldly issue. Yeah, and. That just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't fulfill it with anything of the world. Right. So. And you, so you, you had that feeling of something's wrong, something, I need to find something else that, that can help me. Well, my main thing was there's got to be something better. Yeah. There's got to be something better than doing all this stuff and only getting temporary fixes. Mm -hmm. There's got to be something more permanent. Yeah. And. It wasn't until I found Jesus that I realized it. That's what that. That's what the permanent fix was. Yeah. You know. Now I'm not saying that my life ever since then has been great. 
I've had lots of problems, but I've had somebody, Jesus mm-hmm. and God and the Holy Spirit to walk alongside with me and help me walk through these different things. Yeah. You know, it's been such a huge difference yeah. walking with somebody that loves you, that wants to see you succeed yeah. rather than walking in this world when people are like, what can you do for me? Yeah. That's what I was all about. What yeah. can I get out of this person? Yeah. So sad. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. I, I was a very sad person mm-hmm. in more ways than one. And that's so hard for me to believe because you're <laughs> so nice and so loving and so giving. It's well, that's, just, that's the Jesus in me. You know, I love the Jesus in you. I love the Jesus in me too. <laughs> All right. Complete honesty is not telling little white lies either. Right. And for example, this is a good example. I know that when I ask Marcus like how my outfit looks, that he will tell me the truth. Right. <laughs> and um, I trust and believe in what he tells me because, right. you know, and it takes, it took me a while to get that trust because, but when I asked him and he said, eh, that doesn't look good. Then I was like, okay, he's not just lying and saying, yeah, that looks good. You know, he, he tells me. And a lot of times <laughs> I have good. to tell her, hey, come into the light so I can actually see it. Cause <laughs> she'll, she'll ask me like in a dark room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How do I look, sweetie? <laughs> oh, yeah, come in here. <laughs> but he also, so when he tells me, oh, that looks really good then I know that's the truth. I know he's being honest with me. And, and I love that. But when he does, when he does tell me that my outfit doesn't look good, <laughs> he doesn't say, oh my gosh, I can't believe you would even think of putting that, those clothes together. You know, Red with just, fuchsia? No. Really? <laughs> <laughs> no, he tells me, sweetie, I don't think that looks good together. I think you have something else that would look better. Yeah. So you know, it's done in love. Yeah. And that's that's how that's how it should be done. You know, it shouldn't be done in oh, you're going to hell for wearing that one. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right, so let's keep moving on. Let's look at Ephesians four, verse twenty-five out of the NIV. It says, Therefore each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. And that can mean anybody, you know. Anybody's our neighbor. But that includes our neighbor. (laughs) For we are all members of one body. That's right. Right. That's right. So we are one body, and we need to know how to talk to each other. And remember, how you treat others is how you're going to be treated in return. So if you look at Matthew 7, verse 12, out of the NIV, it says, So in everything, this is the golden rule, Mm -hmm. do unto others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. That's right. Everything in the Bible is based on that one principle. You know, not necessarily scripture, but the principle. Do to others what you want to have done to yourself. Right. And that's how God is. He loves us, and we get to love Him in return. Right. He doesn't love us because he makes us love him. It's because he knows that the more he loves us, the more we will love him. Exactly. But also, if you look at it in the right light, this just came to me. You know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. That's putting others first, that's not right. yourself. Yeah. So that's put that puts somebody else first be beyond you. That's right. And that's mm-hmm. the important part. You know, mm-hmm. it's about not being selfish. Right. About that's looking. A good point. After other people. (laughs) 
God is not harsh with us when he wants to show us how to be honest. He does not condemn us or get mad when we're not where we could be in our relationship with him. He uses the Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So let's look at John 16, verse 13. And this is going to be out of the Amplified, so it's going to be turned up a little bit normal. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all the truth, full and complete truth. For he will not speak on his own initiative, but... He will speak whatever he hears from the Father, the message regarding the Son, and he will disclose to you what is to come in the future. Amen. Future teller. (laughs) But the good kind of future teller, the Holy Spirit. (laughs) Yeah. So we're probably wondering at this point, how do we find out where we are in our relationship with God? One way is to search the heart. Right. So this is a word that God showed me, and I just want to share it with you. You know, we've talked before about how I keep journals, and I'll write something to him, and then I listen, and he just talks to me, and I just write down what he says. And that is, I have a book based on that that is hopefully coming out soon. (laughs) Will be published very soon, I'm sure. Yes. And um, this is just something that that he told me when I was... um, looking at this relationship and honesty and stuff. So he said, Speak your love and speak your praises out loud. Tell me how much you love me so that you can hear what comes out of your heart. That is honesty. See what comes out of your mouth because it comes from your heart. Your heart is the most honest place in you. Your heart speaks from your spirit too. You have to be honest within yourself in order to be honest with others. Your spirit and your words will testify to your honesty. If you gossip or say something you shouldn't, that is what is honestly in your heart. Your mind will try to play tricks with you, and you can try to reason out what you say and why, but you need to honestly search your heart to see where it is in relationship with me. You may feel like you're doing things for me, like going to church on Sunday. But if you're not growing, my word is not being planted in your heart. You may even say all the right things in public, but the truth is in your heart, and that will eventually come out. You may feel the Holy Spirit urging you to do something, and when you're not honest enough to listen, you will miss out. You have to want to listen to actually do it. I can tell you things over and over, but until you want to do them on your own, you never will. And even if you do them, your heart will not be in it, and it could be a waste of time. If there is no love, there is no point. Hmm. Yeah. And it kind of, it may sound like he's scolding me there, but it's not. These words are meant not just for me, but for everyone. Right, but these words are also spoken in love. They are. They are. I feel an overwhelming sense of love when I write these because he's telling me what to do, not just what not to do, but how to listen, you know, to take time and listen and be honest with myself. And that's what we should all do. That's what, you know, these are, like I said, they're words for everyone. We should all take time to listen with our hearts and 
hear what is being said to us and hear what comes out of our mouths. Mm. We are so, we talk so much about the words of your mouth. But that is so important because just like it said, what comes out of your mouth is in your heart. Right. So we need to figure out how honest we are in our hearts with what we say. All right. So also what is in our heart is where our honesty lies. That's right. And we can find that out by either asking God or seeking his face or by listening to the word coming out of our mouths. That's right. Right. Well, he goes on to say, you have to be honest with yourself. When you find out where your heart is, then our relationship can continue to grow. If you aren't even honest with yourself, why would you think you could be honest with me? I know your heart. The great news is that it can all change. When you find that you want to be more honest with yourself and me, then we can work on that together. When you are honestly ready to begin a true relationship with me, then I will always be there. I'm already there, but it will just be a place to start from. Don't ever feel condemned about where you honestly are, because when you know, then you grow. Yeah, yeah. And that's another part of the love that comes in. Even after, if you are going through something and you're feeling condemned, or, or the Holy Spirit is putting a check in your spirit, then he will always come in at the end and then tell you what to do and that it's okay where you are. And that's one thing that we're hoping you see in this relationship series. Right. Is how it's okay wherever you are. You just need to figure that out so that you can get like a roadmap to get back on track with God to follow right. him. Amen. So the Bible shows us several scriptures about how we need to search our hearts and how God searches our hearts. So in order to be honest with God, we have to be honest with ourselves. You agree? Yes. <laughs> exactly. So let's, uh, all, these four scriptures I'm going to be reading are all four out of the NIV. So let's look at firstly at Psalm 4, verses 4 to 5. It says this, Tremble and do not sin when you are on your beds. Search your hearts and be silent. Offer the sacrifices of the righteous and trust in the Lord. Yes. And then we're also going to look at Psalm 139, verses 23 to 24. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way of everlasting. That's good. Mm -hmm. And these, we're kind of talking about searching your hearts. Like, um, you can search your heart, and you're asking God, God, search my heart. So you're both kind of working on this together to see what really is honestly in your heart. And interesting thing is, you know, we can ask God to search our hearts, but he already knows it, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> it's just something that we, we can easily see in our minds. Yeah. You know, when we're, as humans, we, we need to be able to uh, explain things in our mm -hmm. own thoughts. Yeah. And sometimes we don't understand exactly that God knows everything about us. Right. You know. And this was in the Old Testament. Right. So David didn't have that complete Holy Spirit with him all the time mm -hmm. to know that God knows you and knows your way and searches your heart all the time. Right. But. All right. So let's look at the last two. Uh, First Chronicles 28 verse 9. 
It says, And you, my son Solomon, acknowledge the God of your father, and serve him with a wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind, for the Lord searches every heart and understands every desire and every thought. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. Wow. That's pretty harsh. It is. <laughs> but it's true. David yeah. had gone his whole life knowing that the hand of God was on him. I mean, he had some mistakes, but he knew he corrected them. And, excuse me, and he, he corrected them and he got back on course with God. Mm-hmm. So he knew that God would always be with Solomon. This was when his, like, coronation, I guess you could say, when David was handing the crown over to Solomon. (laughs) And so he knew that God would be with him forever. And he also knew that if he, that if Solomon rejected him, that he, that God would not be with him. Right. And that's, we see so much, the kings that come after Solomon. Right. So many were led astray and... Well, and they started off good. They, some of them. They started... Very quickly yes, going downhill. Just very sad. Yeah. Very sad. All right. So the last one is Romans 8, verse 27. And he who searches our hearts knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with the will of God. Amen. That yes. makes a big statement. <laughs> so we can trust God to always be honest with us, but we have to trust ourselves and be honest with God. Honesty plays a key role in any relationship, and being honest with God opens the door for us to be honest in all our relationships with Him. Yes, it does. Honesty plays a key role in any relationship, and being honest with God opens the door for us to be honest in all our relationship with Him, in every relationship we have, with him. I mean, with everybody else too, but we're talking about how to have a relationship with him. And honesty is a main part of that. Yes, it is. All right. Mm -hmm. So we hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Yes. Um, We had a really good, we've had really good times because these episodes that we're doing are actually Sunday school lessons that we've we've been doing and, Mm -hmm. you know, getting a lot of feedback in our Sunday school and really getting everybody involved and it's not just us teaching it's it's us learning Mm -hmm. from our Sunday school class we learn so much yeah so we would love to learn from you guys too so we would encourage you to go to our website uh, themessengersradio.com if you haven't already gone there before you may be listening on SoundCloud or iTunes but if you haven't visited our website we encourage you to do that and click on the uh, contact us button and fill out that form and let us know what you thought about this episode or past episodes or if there's anything we need to be praying with you about or yes. standing with you on the word with. Yeah. If you need any help with, a, like, if you don't have a Bible, if you've never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, we're going to mm-hmm. give you a chance to do that here in a moment. But we would like to hear from you. Yes. And, 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 you know. And be honest. I mean, good or bad. If, right. If we're doing something that we need to change or you feel mm-hmm. that we could better ourselves right. and we would love to hear that. You know, we're not perfect and, not. We, and we will listen to criticism and we will yeah. listen to praise as well. We like that even better. <laughs> but, but you, yeah, like Trisha said, if there's something that, that you feel like uh, scripturally we, we've been, been doing wrong, mm-hmm. then, you know, we're not, like I said, we're not perfect. We'd love to hear from you about it though. Yeah. So let us know. 
uh, you can also go to our website and uh, all of our links for like Facebook and Twitter uh-huh. and G Google Plus, whatever that thing is, <laughs> and YouTube uh, are all up on that. Are on our the links are all up there on our website. So. Yes, they are. Yeah, so check us out. Uh, like us on Facebook. Like us on Twitter, and you know all those other things. <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, this wouldn't be an episode of The Messengers if we didn't give you uh, the chance to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior if you have never done it. Now, if you have already done it, there's another thing to do afterwards. And there's water baptism, and there's also receiving the Holy Spirit. So very important. Right. So if you haven't done either one of those, we'd uh, love to point you to Scripture. Let us know. We'd love to point you to some Scripture to see where it is important Mm -hmm. to do this. So... But anyway, if you have never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it's important to know that this is the most important decision you will ever make in your entire life. It's more important than, you know, going to college, going mm-hmm. to school to learn to learn a trade. It's more important than that job you've been wanting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's more important than making lots of money in this world because everything we do here is going to be left behind. That's right. And there's either eternal time with God yeah. or eternal time separated from God. Yes. And that is not what we want. We want eternal time with God. That's right. <laughs> so let's look at what God, God's word promises. Uh, it's going to be out, uh, Romans 10 verses 9 through 10. It says that if you will confess with thy, your mouth the Lord Jesus and will believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth Confession is made unto salvation. And then Romans 10 verse 13 says, For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen. Amen. It's that simple. So by God's grace, he has already done everything to provide salvation. Your part is to do just two things. You just simply need to believe and receive. So if you're ready to change your eternal address, we would like for you to pray this out loud with me. Jesus... I confess that you are my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. By faith in your word, I receive salvation now. Thank you for saving me. Amen. Amen. And you can't just say those words. That they, they, Those words need to be from your heart. They need to be truthful. They need to be honest. honest. <laughs> so, but the very moment that you commit your life to Jesus Christ, the truth of his word will instantly come to pass in your spirit. And now that means there's a brand new you and that you have been born again. Amen. Welcome to the kingdom. Yes. <laughs> Welcome home. <laughs> so we would also like to encourage you to contact us if you've just prayed that prayer. We want to make sure that you be, get discipled. You can't just pray that prayer and stop. Mm-hmm. You you need to be discipled. You need to be pointed to the Word. You need to start getting into the Word and and learning who you are and what you can do in Christ now. That's right. And the only way you're going to be able to do that, you can't do it by somebody teaching you. You can do it by reading the word mm-hmm. or hearing the word. Yes. So we encourage you to do that, and we will help you in any way as well. Like I said, visit our website, www.themessengersradio.com. 
click on contact us and we will get back with you as soon as we can yes it's usually a couple days yeah if, if the most yeah. <laughs> sometimes the same day so it just depends mm-hmm. But we thank you guys so much for, for your listening ear today. That's right. And we uh, hope to hear from you soon. <laughs> we love you guys. Until next episode. Bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Messengers Radio Program.